What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Keisha Joe, and you are tuned in to the 30 Girl Podcast. Calling all queens. It's time we live out our dreams. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Getting financially free and we healing and hurting. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Loving me and all my queens because we know we are worthy. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Getting financially free and we healing the hurting. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Loving me and my queens because we know we are worthy. Thank you all for tuning in to the 30 Girl Podcast. Tonight, I have a very special guest with me, the one and only Coach Gab, motivational speaker and life coach. Thank you so much, Gabby, for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Hi, everybody. Yes, it's a pleasure. So go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. I am Coach Gab, um, also known by Gabby Henderson. I am a life coach, like he just said, um, motivational speaker. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, serving motivation on a weekly week basis. <laughs> yes, yes, on a weekly week basis. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how you became Coach Gab. Um, I know I said that you were blessed with the gift of Gab. You know, not many people Absolutely. can talk people and touch people, you know, and heal and inspire and motivate others when they're speaking. That's something that you do so naturally. So just tell us how you got into it. Um, I mean, it didn't, it wasn't something I had to get into, right. kind of just, I was born with it, you know? Um, I, I mean, it started with friends and family, you know, people calling me saying like, Hey, I'm going through this or I'm going through that. And I'm just like, listen, <laughs> get it together. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I ran from it for a while because, you know, I didn't see it being something that I needed a platform to do. Right. Because I do it. I mean, I enjoy doing it. I, I don't want. I don't want to see you know anyone that I love, um, friends, family. You know, a woman walking down the street. You see somebody crying and like you try to walk past them and then God is like, nah, mm-hmm. go talk to her. And so I'm like, talk to her. And he's like, yes, go talk to her. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, hey, you know what's going on? So that's just kind of how it happened. You know, you 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 see people and there's a, their heartstrings that get pulled. Um, in my heart anyway. And I just, I just talk. <laughs> yeah. So you are a people person. Um, no, no, I am you're not. You're not. Wow. <laughs> so, so how does that work? <laughs> I, I mean, I honestly, it's cliche to say this, uh-huh. but like I'm com- a complete introvert with an extrovert calling. Like um, I, I spend most of my time in the house mm-hmm. when I go out a lot of times I'm sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> like if I'm hanging out with friends and whatnot, I'm tired or I, I'm I'm the one person who is most likely to hit the group chat. Like, Hey guys, can I take a rain chat? <laughs> right. Um, uh, just be, I mean, it's not that I don't like people. I absolutely love people um, and pouring into them. It's just that 
um, I'm more comfortable in environments with people that I'm close to mm-hmm. or that I already have, you know, a relationship with. But, you know, I'm, I'm very approachable, guys. If you see me in the street, you can come up to me, say, hey, I'll give you a hug and love you. But it's just not it wasn't my it's not my first choice. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather be home chilling. Yeah. And that's understandable. I'm the same way in some sense. Actually, I, I don't hardly leave my house either, but <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel you on that. So what motivates you in your business and um, what's going to keep you going within the next five, 10 years? Um, my number one motivation is that I'm pleasing God. But um, if I had to do tangible things, I would say my daughter, of course. Mm-hmm. And then um, the results, right? The lives change. The people that keep calling me, you know, the people that book coaching calls on the regular, the people who seek my advice, like, um, you know, they they call me when they're making big life decisions. And they're like, hey, this is, somebody called me with this offer. Like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my opinion matters? Like, yeah. And so that, that, that for sure will do it. But of course, we all want to be able to, at some point, quit our nine to fives, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, those things, God, pleasing God, my daughter, and then having like freedom, the freedom to work when I want to work. Like I could, I could, I could talk to somebody on a call and be in Belize, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so hey, you just spoke that um, into existence. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I received that. But yeah, that's, that's my motivation. Yes. So tell me how um, it is when talking to people. Is it something that, um, you know, like you said, you really didn't know that you had the calling for it people really were drawn to you naturally um how did you take all of that in like leveling up and understanding like that you are the go-to person for people um motivationally Um, yeah I and on a spiritual level as well yeah that's the so discernment is very important Mm -hmm. And then being able to hear from God, right? That's another one thing. Because you don't want to be telling people your personal right. advice. I mean, and personal advice works because he uses me all the time. Um, I tell my story and it helps somebody or or I hear someone complaining about something. And I'm like, hey, I've been through that yes. too. Like, it's, it's okay. Like, don't don't beat yourself up. Like, I, I was there, like, just like two weeks ago. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or like la- last year, this time I was right where you are. And I'm cool now. Like, check this out. It's, it gets better. And so... um. I wouldn't say that it was a struggle, but it, it absolutely wasn't easy because I'm human. Mm-hmm. I have days where I feel down or, you know, I'm home crying <laughs> and I want to uh, quit. But, right. you know, I you got to, you got to, got to absolutely push through. Like that's, that's, that's just how that yeah. works. So what do you do for yourself to push through? I know normally they say, take your own advice. And a lot of times <clears throat> people, people <laughs> like, like us or yourself, you know, that's really harder. <laughs> then it yeah, is it yeah. sounds so easy but it's really hard so what do you do to you know keep your spirits up it absolutely is harder to take your own advice I give great advice mm-hmm. um a lot of times to situations that I've already gone through and things like that and um I I, I do several things you know you I, I do fasting praying of course I'm, I pray mm-hmm. my relationship with God is pretty solid and then I have a a, a, a very tight circle of friends I also have a mentor and I have my own coach because okay. like um so yeah I have a coach and then I have a mentor and then I have a really close-knit circle of friends who I can trust um with my vulnerabilities and you know the days when I when I just feel like crap I'm like I, I'm, I have a good good girlfriend mm-hmm. you know and I can say hey girl I'm not feeling it today and they're not expecting coach on that day you know they just kind of deal with Gabby yes and I think that's important yes that is very important 
So do you take those things back to your clients? Um, I know, yeah, I know you said that you use, you're an empath, so um, you do use your own personal experiences to help those moving forward. But do you learn something different every time, every, every time you go through something? Because you know what they say, new level, new devil type situations, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't particularly subscribe to that statement, mm-hmm. but I get, I definitely get what they mean. And um, yeah, absolutely. So before I started doing this on a level where I was <laughs> charging people right. for it, like you have to create boundaries, right? Um, because people will take advantage of that, especially when they know you're a coach. Um, you know, I have very special people in my life and, you know, my friends often say, I'm so glad that I have you, like that my friend is a coach, mm-hmm. that my friend is a coach and that she knows God. And I'm like, yeah, but they know boundaries, right? Yes. So if I say like, not this week, I'm not feeling it this week, or, you know, um, I'm not up to it or things like that. They, they, they respect mm-hmm. that. And I think boundaries um, would be one of my biggest pieces of advice. If I could give it to all my clients or anyone, you know, just listening, like you have to create boundaries. Mm-hmm. And you have to stand by them um, because if not, you'll just get lost up. I mean, mixed up in, um, you know, work and life yes. and you lose the balance. Yes. And that was actually the next question I was going to ask. How do you balance that being who you are? I mean, motivational speaker, life coach, that's literally your being. So I was about to ask, how did you separate, you know, the work from life? Because you also still are in corporate <laughs> America. You do um, still work and you work with people heavily um, on yeah. a daily basis. So how do you differentiate between the two? Do you completely just shut out being coach or are you always? Because um, <laughs> I'm sure it's hard to step away from who you are. I mean, it's literally, it's really who you are. So how do you, you say boundaries, but what are those? Um. Yeah, I'm always in coach mode. It's it's, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was at dinner last night and my server... And I don't know how this happens. Like people just start telling me their problems. And I'm like, (laughs) you have it written all over you, girl. (laughs) I don't even know. Like, and so like we had dinner last night. I'm taking my friend out for her birthday. Uh Um, And we just left a comedy show. Another one of my friends, you know, manifested one of her dreams. We get, we had dinner and my server's like, yeah, my mom is going to have a heart attack. She's stressed. And I'm like, my friend is looking at me like, why does this always happen? And I'm like, (laughs) Just give me five minutes. And, I, and you know, I'm talking to him. And she's, she finally, after 10 minutes, is like, I'm about to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, it just happens. But, yeah, I, I I mean, I don't turn off because I'm not doing my work. I'm doing God's right. work. And even if I wasn't getting paid, you know, I would I would absolutely still do this, um, even on the days when I don't feel like it. You know yes, what I mean? I, I get it. Trust me. So at what point did it? become a business for you um would when, when you had to sit back and think like you know what hey I really should start charging people for my time <laughs> um because it's been you know what that is actually very hard especially when you're working with friends and family um it yeah. is kind of hard to switch off from being just a friend or a family member and say like hey this is actually a business now yeah um so Actually, I just, I didn't just, but I kind of recently made it official, Mm -hmm. right? It's been on my vision board for years. It's been in my heart for years. But so going into 2020, I made a promise to myself and I created some foundational words that I'm going to focus on um, during the duration of 2020. And so my foundational focus word is obedience. Mm. And 
Um, and then you also have trust and you have give, but obedience is a foundational one. And, you know, this year, well, last year, God told me to do it and I did it. Mm-hmm. And I saw some things shift <laughs> because of my disobedience. Mm-hmm. And so um, I began to just kind of put the ducks in a row um, to get myself together to do it. And so I'm very quiet <laughs> about um, when I'm doing something like that. So I just recently made it official um, as far as like people paying for it. But it's been a it's been a business for yes, years right. now, right? I just I just finally though made it an actual branded business with the website, um, and things like that. So I, it's not it's it's fairly new. But people, you know, I've talked to people for years, and at the end of the conversation, I may get a cash out, like thanks for the yes. truth, or or you know, or somebody will send me a cash out and be like, just thinking about how you helped me through, and I'm like, dang, mm-hmm. you know, um, I should be charging for that. But last year October, I went to see my coach. Um, live and he made it very clear to me that if I'm gonna be a master I have to have proof and so um, I just I I took those notes and I wrote you know down the minutes and the key uh, notes from that night Mm -hmm. or that afternoon and I just told myself no more like no more it's not going to continue to just be a vision for me I have to walk this thing out and so that's what I did I love that and you are always um I follow you on social media we've been in contact um (laughs) since the beginning of my journey as well we have um I would say some mutual friends in common where we've been in the same setting and been around each other so I've actually seen you before you were in you know professional coach gab mode (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and you're always networking. Um, I know that you attend a lot of events. You're always investing in yourself and pouring into your passion to make yourself, you know, like you said, to master who you are and what you do. Um, Right. So tell us about some of the events that you go to and what type of events that you look for. Um, yeah, so of course you have spiritual events. That's my number one mm-hmm. go-to. I'm I'm really, really big on um, being in tune to the voice of people who God uses. So I, I have my pastor, of course, that's Dr. Mike Freeman at Spit of Faith Christian Center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, I'm heavily influenced by both uh, Eric Thomas, the E.T., the hip-hop yes. preacher. That's my coach, virtual coach. Like I post him a lot. He's always in my stories. I'm all, I, you know, anytime he's in D.C., I'm trying to be mm-hmm. front row front and center um um even sometimes out of town I try to connect with him because he's he's he that's my coach that's who pours into me often and then you have the prophetess uh Tiffany Montgomery who I also follow very heavy um and that's just a few um I listen to Garvey I'm heavy on um Tatum Tamia mm-hmm. that's who my po- my podcast right now heavy flow I got the 30 girl podcast yes. um that I listen to um who else am I listening to I I listen to a few people, but those are just a few. So people who are spiritual, who know God, and who are still doing kingdom business in the corporate world, if you yes, follow Yes, absolutely. Saying. I love that. And you yeah. were just out of town. Um, I don't know if this is giving too much of your business, but um, <laughs> I love how you and a colleague of ours, Tiffany, she's one of your good friends. I love how you all are yeah. um, super passionate about your purpose and Y'all travel together and y'all pray together and, you know, you go to seminars and you're not afraid to invest in yourself um, and take take those trips. I always tell people here on the podcast, like free work is good and, you know, getting what you can out of people is good and ask for help is always good as well. But you appreciate it a little bit more when you do your own work. Um, And I love that about y'all. Y'all have no cut cards when it comes to advancing. (laughs) 
yeah 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 that's my that's my best friend we've been friends for 17 years so she um has watched me she has watched me come from like about my business mm -hmm. street to about my business you know in the kingdom so and we've, we've actually, we've taken that walk together. A lot of things that happen in both of our lives happen um, simultaneously. Yeah. Our daughters are three months apart. <laughs> um, we launched our businesses like two years apart. And so it's, I mean, I love her. And she always down, you know, whatever it takes as a friend, yes. she's down. And, you, you know, the friendship is, we like to say it's perfect, mm -hmm. right? But we, we, do, we do have our moments where we check each other, but. That's good. good. That's real good. friendship where you could check each other and not. That take it personal, you know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. like what sisters are. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what yes. So, where do you see yourself <laughs> and your brand in the next ten years? I know you're just starting professionally, but I know you have some things up your sleeve. Um, where do you see this going? <laughs> do you want like your own space, or are you looking to be on some nah. panels, or are you just gonna keep it personal with your own clients? No, no, I'm open to panels. I've done panels. I did Tiff's panel for the domestic violence like two mm -hmm. years ago, a year ago, two years ago. Um, also, I mean, I do other things in my community. I'm a DC. I'm a Washingtonian, mm -hmm. you know, born and raised. Um, I had some time at Waldorf, so I just go ahead and stick that DMV title on yes. myself if, if I have to. Um, but yeah, I'm open to panels. I do small groups. I'm launching my own podcast next month. Um, and it's going to be a Mindset Monday podcast because, you know, a lot of people look at Mondays like you know, it's a yes. dread. <laughs> they don't want to do it. So I'm like, I got you. Yes. I got you guys. I'm, I'm here. I got something for you guys. We got something to talk about. DMV events. What's going on? Who's doing <laughs> hit, what? Hit up Coach you Guy. Know? <laughs> hit me yes. up. Yeah. Um, but I'm always open to that. I do small groups and um, it was something else I wanted to say, but it, it, it slipped my mind. So yeah, but yeah. So I love, I love the name of it. Um, also, Mindset Mondays. Monday is like, you know, everybody, everyone always says like, I'll start Monday. Oh yeah, that I'll start Monday. <laughs> I'll start it Monday. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll mm -hmm. start Monday. Absolutely. Monday is a yep. start day, right? But Monday is also the day that people wish, most people wish for still the yes. weekend. And I'm like, yeah, nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to turn, uh, we're going to turn the, um, the narrative around on Mondays and we're going to have a good time. Um, I'm going to have special guests, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to talk about stuff. And then of course I'll be doing some events coming as soon as the weather break, I got some stuff up my sleeve. So I'm pretty excited. Yes, that's <laughs> good. I'm excited for you as well. Congratulations for getting everything started. Thank yes. You. I know you've reached out to me and we've been doing the back and forth thing for a while and you like, I need to do it. And you did it. So yes. Yeah. Yes. All the encouragement <laughs> sent your way. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so um, how stable, I always ask my guests how important, I know you mentioned earlier that you still fight your own battles um, on your own. Yeah. So how important is it for you to stay stable mentally, spiritually, physically, you know, all of, all of the elites? <laughs> um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's actually very, very important. Um, but, you know, keeping it all the way transparent which is what I'm I'm all about it's hard you know mm -hmm. it's not easy so physically and mentally like it here's the key the foundation is your mental if you keep your mental above water <laughs> everything yes. else will fall in the line but in, in order to do that you have to treat your physical good and your emotional good your mental is if your mental is off it's because one of the two the other two is off so if you're eating trash your mental yes. is going to be trash like you 
you're going to always feel tired. You're going to always feel like there's not enough time of the day for you to sleep. Um, um, and then if your emotional is off, then you really out of the game. So yes. do the work, do the work. Um, I, 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 look, I got a coach, I got a therapist, I got a pastor, I got all yes. of it. Um, and I think that they work. I think that they work in their own different um, ways. And I think that's Yeah, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because a lot of people try to go at things, you know, alone and by themselves. And you really can't. Do not burn yourself out trying mm-hmm. to solve your own problems. Reach out to yeah, Coach Gab. Absolutely. Call Coach Gab if you need her or anyone, <laughs> close friends, family members. Or if you need an unbiased opinion, ther- therapists are out there for us to use in the right way. And yeah. I think in our, you know, us being um, minorities, that's not something that our families really have pushed on us to go see a therapist. That's actually something that was frowned upon. Um, and I'm sure still is. People think you're kind of crazy yep. when you have to go see a therapist. <laughs> and it's like, no, they actually soothe and help us in other ways. Yeah. And then if you know, you're not worried, if you're too worried about the, the title, like therapist, yes. just call me. Like, <laughs> We can we can do a call. I'm a coach. Look, I'm not I'm not therapeutic. I don't do anything right. <laughs> Therapist like, but I can coach you, right? We can talk about it. I'll listen. And um, you know, because sometimes it's just a word, mm-hmm. therapist, and what it does to your subconscious because you've been brainwashed. You know, like you said, in our in our culture, society, to think that that's something bad and it's not. So get get yourself yes. a coach. They work yes, too. I love that. So, what words of encouragement will you give um, anyone listening who are who's struggling with? you know, self-identity, figuring out who they are, one, and then where they want to be. I know that's something, even in our 30s here on The 30 Girl, we still are unsure. It's like we know, but um, it's a path that we almost have to walk in before we realize that it's our passion and our purpose. Um, Hey, do yeah. the work. I'm, I'm a big advocate for doing the work. I've done so many mm-hmm. things, um, you know, childhood trauma is a big thing and you don't realize it until you start digging at the root of an issue that there's even an issue. So if you find yourself struggling in relationships with coworkers, you know, um, partners, friends, you have to do the work. It's very, very important that you do the work. Um, I, like I said, I've done many different programs and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> like, don't speak mm. over anything that you don't want to manifest. You gotta, like, that's big. That's like that's the number one piece of advice I want to give to everybody. Keep your mouth, keep mm, your keep mouth, your shut. mouth shut. Like, people are saying, they are cursing themselves with their words. Like, mind your mouth. You getting on my nerves. You driving mm-hmm. me crazy. And then you wonder why your relationship <laughs> is crazy because you keep saying you driving me yes. crazy. Like, just be quiet. Just be quiet. If you, like, if it's not something that's going to, uh, pour into to your relationship, whatever it is, with a coworker, with a boss, or whomever. Positively, don't say it um, because those things happen. Like your words have power. I teach that to my five-year-old. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. There is power in the tongue, and it's crazy. Um, law of attraction and all of that is so real. Manifestation, affirmations, and affirming things isn't always on the positive scope. So I love that you say my keep your mouth shut because anything that you say you, negative you reap you get um, that yeah you can manifest yes you can manifest that in your life so it's like your mind doesn't know the difference between the good things or the bad things that come off your tongue so keep yeah. your mouth shut I mean that's a big piece of <laughs> I advice that. I, I think it's very important that people know that um I, I, I try to be mindful of that myself and I find myself often convicted because I, you know 
we say we've been saying mm-hmm. things for years that we don't even realize we're saying. And so, like I said, I have coaches and, you know, Tiffany Montgomery has reminded me of that very much often. My pastor, Mike Freeman, has reminded me of that a lot often. Like your, your mouth has power. Um, and so you got to you got to yes. really mind your mouth because you, you, you're doing it to yourself. Yes. And I say that a lot um, here on the 30 Girl podcast. This, this is a financial financial based podcast um, with credit repair and all of the things. Um I'm trying so hard to remove broke from mm-hmm. my vocabulary because we use that so yep. loosely, but, um, you're, you are actually speaking yeah. brokenness of your life and broke, not just in your pockets, but broke yeah. in your mental and here on the 30 girl podcast. Yeah. I, w- I mean, look, the other thing that I learned that you need to do about stuff like I'm broke it's come out of agreement with it because just because you stop saying it don't mean it, t- it takes away from the, the seed that you planted when you said it initially. Mm-hmm. So come out of agreement with that. Like, just like say that you yes. said it to make it happen. Now, uh, now say it to make it unhappy. Yes. So like, I got more money than I got bills. That's one of my affirmations. I'm financially free. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm creating generational, generational wealth uh, every day. And so, you know, I, I, I am no longer broke. Yeah. So those things are important. Um, you know, I have, my husband is looking for me. These are just some of the things that I okay. say, you know, <laughs> um, also like I, I do, I do things that are out of the box. You mm-hmm. know, I call, I text my friends and I'm like, Hey, can you change my last name in your phone to new last name? Yes, you sure <laughs> did. <laughs> because like, I'm, I'm believing God for a husband. Yes. He's coming. Right. And so like, you it'll sound crazy to some like I had some people tell me flat out no like I'm not changing your name in my phone yeah then I had other friends who was like sure like yeah and now they answer their phone like hey Gabby new last name yes um because I mean you you gotta really if you want to say it you gotta believe that it can happen you can't walk around saying I got more money than I got bills and then go look at the left side of the menu yes right okay (laughs) you know what I'm saying what a dollar mean let me go get this four for four right right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly you can't do that you can't do that yes I love that so speaking and calling in you know your husband and things like that um is that something let's talk you know let's talk a little bit <laughs> let's talk a little bit personal on the personal side um how has that been for you like what's your journey with that been like dating yes <laughs> uh, um I mean you know it is what it is because it affects people- it does affect how you business right how you run your business so I'm, I'm sure you are more firm in everything that you believe in um having a clear mind now so it's, yeah. what, my question is what makes you want to call that in um I'm ready yeah okay <laughs> I'm ready um I'm ready I was not ready before you know what I mean and so I'm absolutely ready now I don't know that that God says I'm ready but I say I'm ready mm-hmm. um and I mean, he hasn't told me that I'm not, I, I'm in a place, I'm in a place, I'm in a place, I'm doing a thing, right? Yes. Um, I'm on my own two feet and I've been serving dinner at my own table for a while. So like, I'm ready. Yes. I love let's, that. Let's do it together. Let's, yes. Let's, I love let's, that. Let's and, yeah. And like we're talking about speaking things into existence, you speaking that you're ready is setting you up Absolutely. already. So that's Absolutely. great. I love that. Now the, the question, the 30 girl question of the day is when did it all <laughs> click? for you like when when would you say you became a 30 girl um like when did it when did it hit you like okay no more games 
street gab yeah. is gone. New <laughs> gab is done leveled up. <laughs> um, funny story. Uh, December 2017, the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna, I'm going to give you the long short of it. I uh, was dating a guy. And there was a mix-up with the phone um, while I was showering. He got into my phone and saw some things he didn't like, and he beat the crap out of me. Um, you know that story. You mm-hmm. were there for that. So, yeah, uh, it, it was a turning point. Like, I laid in that bed the next day, black eyes and everything, and I was just laying there crying. And something told me to call my youth pastor from when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called him. He didn't answer. And I called his wife and, and, and like, Thank God she answered because I was like ready to be done. I was like, God, I don't want to do this no more. Really? I'm like, I'm, like, yeah, I'm ready. Like my 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 daughter will be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Um, and you know, I was I had laid there for a second, and um, I called her and we prayed and not and then I was still man there crying. And then God said, "Get up," and I was like, "No." He was like, "Get up." Mm-hmm. Like you know, I mean, and I mean, people don't believe me when I tell it sometimes. But I, I was like, you know, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not doing this no more. I'm, 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 I'm sick of it. And I got, and I got up. Mm-hmm. I was in my mom's room, um, in my mom's house at the time, uh, not living there, but there, right, um, on her pullout couch in her living room. And I got up and I cleaned everything up and took a shower, and I went <laughs> to get my car from the tow lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And like the next day. A day or two later, he was texting me like, hey, what's up? And I was like, Like no. nothing ever happened. Not, okay. <laughs> and so I blocked that number and I was like, I'm, I'm, I've had enough of this. And it, 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 and it clicked for me. And I haven't looked back since. Oh, um, turkey. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I ain't about them games. Like, you can't ride the fence. And that's another thing a lot of me, me and my closest friends um, have decided this season in our lives. Like, we're not riding the fence no more. It's people watching us. Yes. Um, it's people, you know, I, you know, when I did, uh, speak out about it, a lot of people were surprised. You let him, what? You didn't. And I was like, listen, God going to take care of him. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and just to give the listeners a big picture of how I really was serious about God having him. Um, I don't want to put too much of his business out there, Mm -hmm. but let's just say, I didn't have to call the police on him. His life, um, is over and he's alive. He's alive, but, um, yeah, God took care of it. I didn't have to do it. I didn't have to do it. Yeah, so I do want you to speak on, um, you're very strong, by the way. I do remember at the domestic violence event how you spoke on that. Um, and I was completely blown away by your speech. You said it from such a strong place, like you weren't crying. You know, normally people still cry when they tell their stories and things like that. Um, and you were already so strong. So I, I guess you had already went through um the cycles and the emotions of it. So I'm sure that did something to your self-esteem. Um, it made you feel some type of way about yourself. How did you come out of that? Yeah, it absolutely did. But here's the thing. When you do the work, like I, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. you really do the work. And so the root to that relationship was my relationship with my dad. Okay. And so that's a, that's the stuff that people don't want to deal with. People mm-hmm. don't want to talk about that. So, um, and that wasn't my first domestic violence relationship, but we normalize it because society says people fight. It's okay. Yeah, it's not. And so I had to revisit all the all of the other relationships where I had been domestically abused to include um, my relationship with my dad, where mm-hmm. spankings were normal, um, and you know, getting smacked in the mouth was okay. And so um, coming out of that, you know, you have tough conversations, therapy. Yeah. 
Um, and then you just dig really deep. And for me, honestly, forgiveness, forgiveness yes. was, was really, really big. I had to forgive myself. I had to forgive him without him apologizing. And then I had to have a really, really tough conversation with my dad. Um, that was pivotal for me. And so sometimes facing the actual thing that is the root cause of whatever it is that you're dealing with or struggling with, mm-hmm. um, because we oftentimes run from that, yes, is important with your freedom from it. Um, and then, of course, we all know my 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 savior, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do any of it without him. I mm-hmm. promise you, because he's redeemed me. And he told me, guess what? They say you're not worth it, but I died because you are. And so that's me. So like that. He gets all the glory. Yes, I love that. So what do you encourage? I mean, I'm sure you talk to many women on a daily basis um, who are going through similar similar things that you went through. Like you say, you wouldn't be able to coach on anything that you haven't yeah. served in yourself. So how are you um, helping those out who are in those situations? Or what words of encouragement or any any kind, any words that you can give the listeners who are listening that may be fighting, not not so much as being abused but just in situations because that can happen in the workplace um it can happen between friends where you're bullied you know it can happen (laughs) on all scopes so um I do not just want to make it a physical thing where um you know in an abusive relationship but how do you help them out of that um I mean, of course, it's a case by case, you know, feedback. But if I had to give a blanket statement, I would. And this is really cliche. Like, I don't really want to say this, but (laughs) it's so true. Right. Trust the process. Yes. You know, focus on the promise. And that's if you have like a relationship with God, because some people are mad at God. Right. Mm -hmm. Why did you take my mom away from me? Why did you? And, you know, I've been in all those places. Um, so if you're not a God-fearing person and I'm talking too much about God, I'm sorry. But, like, trust the process. It gets better, but only if you believe. And like I said, here's my thing. Here's my, here, this is this is me. Um, this is a quote that I say all the time and people laugh. But <laughs> my changes happen within my challenges. I became a better, women, a, a better woman, you know, ha- after having a baby. Yes. After being in a bad relationship, after being cheated on, after having to call my boss out on the carpet mm-hmm. for mistreating me, you know, and things like that. So a lot of times we think that facing the issue, and I'm just, I mean, I hate to keep saying the same thing, like beating a damn horse, but it's the truth. We think that facing the issue is going gonna, is gonna to be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But most times it's, it's your answer. Your answer is wrapped in it. Yes. And you know what? A lot of that is because of fear. Absolutely. And it ties back to childhood traumas or anything that may have gotten you to the place um, where you are, where you're just afraid of the what if if, or going into the unknown or not knowing how the next person is going to react. A lot of times that holds holds us back from, um, you know, leveling up, like you said. Absolutely. But check this out. Fear is a liar. Mm-hmm. I just finished reading a book called Fear is a Liar. But fear is definitely a liar. If fear um, is what the enemy uses and it attaches itself to those root issues, shame, rejection, anger. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And so then he masks, he masks those root issues in fear. And he make you think you're scared. Yes. But the truth is you really, like for me, mine's is shame and rejection. My past ain't pretty. So when I just start telling people my business up front, like, listen, I know, my, <laughs> I know, I know who my baby daddy was at first, mm-hmm. but now, but now I do. Right. And he's great. So what? 
Yeah. People want you to believe, like the enemy wants you to believe they're not saying that. Like, I'm not going to say that. I, I don't want people to reject me because yes. guess what? So what? So and, it, and, it, and that's who you are. And like you said, it you makes are. people gravitate towards you because then it, it brings you back down to a place where you're just you're like relatable. me. Yes. Yep. You're yep. just like me. So it's that no judgment zone when you're transparent like that. And I do love yeah. that. Yep. I mean, I, I think that's a big part of it. Like, don't let fear run the show. Like, don't you, <laughs> y'all don't think that Mark Zuckerberg, however you say his name, mm-hmm. was scared. <laughs> right. Or anyone, you know I mean? anyone, any, any, any billionaire. You don't think yeah. they were scared? You think Oprah was scared? You know how many times Oprah got rejected? Yes. You're... And she had to keep getting up. Like she, they told her she was too fat for TV. She got her own channel. Don't play with Oprah. Yes. Don't play <laughs> with Big O. I mean? Don't play with Auntie O. Okay. <laughs> she but... just took a tumble, and she ain't worried about that fall. She fell many. Nobody. She fell many times. <laughs> okay. In her career. Exactly. Yes. I love that. So again, really quick, um, let people know where they can find you. Call Coach Gab if you need her. Give everyone your information. <laughs> you guys can find me on Instagram at call me Coach Gab on Facebook at Coach Gab Henderson, or you can run over to my website, which is still kind of under construction, but you know, it's at uh com. Yes. Please hit her up. She is amazing. Every Thursday she does weekly words. Please you know, tune yep. in to her weekly words and get some spiritual talk in you. Some, <laughs> and, and, you know, that's Friday, Junior. Everyone's turned up. The next day's Friday. It's like, yes. let's bring it back down and <laughs> bring it back down a couple notches to get in yeah, to get you. in gear for the weekend. Sometimes, though, I get in your business. It's okay. You yes. might get in your business. Yes, that's okay. But check me out in April also because I'm going to do the Mindset Monday podcast. It's coming in April. It's coming in April. Yes. Look for that. Look for that in April. So I do want to go back to you speaking how um, we were talking about stability and how if you were eating the wrong foods and things like that. I know you kind of went on your own fitness journey. Um, <laughs> how How is that? And how did it help you moving forward? Because you, you know, know you have to look good. When you look good, you feel good. So that is a Absolutely. very true statement. Um, weight has been an up and down battle for me mm-hmm. from childhood. People call me fat my whole life. You know what was funny? <laughs> this was funny. All of my gifts people talked about. Hmm. My grandma used to tell me I talk too much. Girl, be quiet. You talk too much. Hush. All the teachers, anytime I would get in trouble in school, it was associated with talking. And then people would call me fat all the time. I've always been a chunky girl. Like, but you can't you can't take away and, from my girl. And real quick, she made me whatever she's not fat let's just say that but you can dress girl you look good every time time i see you you look good so it's like thank you yes i just i just want to throw that out there so it ain't even about your weight or none of that because you slay every piece of clothing you rock (laughs) (laughs) thank you i mean but you know i don't let that get to me anymore because Mm -hmm. if if fat was gonna be a barrier then i would have been i'd have been done yeah. Um. And so I've I've been up and down. I've been almost the, my highest weight was two seventy four. Like I was really really close to three hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know going up and down on the scale can be very discouraging. Not liking pictures of yourself can be extremely discouraging. And then you know to see yourself lose the weight and then gain it back. You yeah. you kind of you, you know beat what yourself up. Yeah, you beat yourself up, but you know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so the most important thing is having people around you who are on the same journey that you're on, who eat healthy. It's a lifestyle. It's not yes. just a moment in time that you're eating healthy. It's 
you it's what you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. gotta live right. You gotta live right. And so I mean, sometimes it takes telling your friends, "Oh, y'all gonna leave those? No, I'm good." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Girl, I oh. would cry in the car. I love Leo's. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it just, it takes that. Sometimes it takes getting up out your sleep at 3.30 when you know everybody else is asleep. Mm-hmm. But see, my coach, E.T., all the time, he up 3.30 on a treadmill, no question. And if you, like, I wake up to him. So yeah. that's and that ties back to your word of the year, obedience. Absolutely. And you have to start being obedient for yourself first before you can, before it can show up on yeah. any level in your life. Yep. Oh, I do like that. Obedience, but in terms of weight loss, consistency as well. So you marry obedience and consistency and you're in a good place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And consistent and on all rounds. Um, Everything. Yes. It will make you, it will make you a better person just showing up for yourself daily and start with small, small goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like, I, I really um, force that everyone write everything down. I'm a pen to paper type person. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that you need that pen action and you're yeah. also going to need to speak it. Even if you just whispering it to yourself um, yep. throughout the day, um, write, it's, write your goals down and really be focused on it. It's definitely something about writing it down. Um, you know, the Bible says, write the vision, make it plain. And so it's very important that you write it down. It literally says, write the vision. Mm-hmm. And so if you write it down and then don't, I mean, you know, baby steps, give yourself like five goals a quarter. Yes. Like, don't just give yourself like a long, stupid list. Like I'm going to do all this. Yes. Like find one to focus on time. Like if you want to lose weight, but you also want to get back out into having a life because you're so wrapped up in business. Like, okay. On Thursdays, I'm going to go to Toastmasters. Mm-hmm. But Mondays, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm in the gym. You have to find a way to make it all work. Yes. And when you begin to feel overwhelmed, take a break. It's okay. Yes. And it is okay to take breaks. But you know, I think we live in a society now where everyone's go-getters and everyone's entrepreneurs and everyone makes on social media, it looks so easy uh, <laughs> for people who are running a business, but there is a lot of legwork that goes behind it. And like you were saying, start small baby steps. I think yeah. we think of the big picture of a goal um, because me doing credit pair and even the podcast was just, these are baby steps to yeah. my bigger vision of what I want 30 right. girl to be. But I knew I had to start small, right? So it was, right. let's get my name out there. Let's um, introduce people to me and my platform and let everyone know what we're doing and how we're doing it. So even if it's just like you, like we said, writing your, your goals and visions down and then um, planning out your month, like you said, on Thursdays, you're going to do this on Fridays. You're going to do that. Um, I know right. getting up when you're working and then you're, you're a parent, sometimes even linking up with your friends is very hard. So make it a goal. <laughs> yeah. Again. Make it a goal for yourself <laughs> to like, Hey, this month I'm going to go to one networking event. I'm going to meet right. up with one of my friends for the weekend. I'm going to go have lunch right. with this person. Give yourself some time to um, be lively. So you're not right. really caught up in your work and your business. Yeah. And real quick, just to circle back on something that you said, like stop letting social media be, your 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 portrait of success like you define your success who says that you gotta have a body like someone yes else? I, ain't about to, I ain't try, look i ain't trying to get sued so i ain't gonna say no <laughs> name <laughs> like who says you gotta look like so-and-so or who says your relationship gotta be like this or like that like yes so what like social media is not god social media is not whatever social media is not success social media is a picture of what people want you to see 
as their success. Yes. Remove yourself from that. Like, I think it's very important that people unplug because social media is not end all be all. Mm-hmm. So if you are um, focusing your attention on trying to be like this person or that person on Instagram, cut it. Yes. Because you're going to kill yourself. Absolutely. And even gauging your success based on what the next person is doing, like, oh. Um, yeah, comparison. Yes. Yeah. Stop that as well. I know yep. you people assume that. Um, you know, the person that you're following has it all together. No, they're just showing up every day. Their life could be in shambles yep. off the screen, but it's just they're actually doing their work. When you hone in on yourself and focus on your own, you know, your own things, everything will, will manifest and fall into place. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And, you know, that's something that me and, me and Tiff had to have a conversation about, um, just to share how parallel our friendships are like when we go through things we go through them like within weeks or months mm-hmm. like out she'll go through something and i go through the exact same thing and i'm like what why is this happening <laughs> and so i started at one point to like measure my success or things that were happening in my life against things that were happening in her mm-hmm. life so when her business took off i'm like what's going on god like where's it thing- my turn i'm waiting i'm still right waiting. like what <laughs> Right. So I had to call her one day and I'm like, Tip, look, I'm sorry. And she's like, what? I'm like, look, I'm trying to figure out why my business ain't booming and yours is. And I'm measuring it against mm-hmm. yours because everything else in our life and our lives happen simultaneously. And I, I'm like, what's up? And she was like, oh, uh, like it was like a real moment yes. for us with she was just like, oh, OK. She was like, yeah, maybe it's not your time. And, you know, I got mad mm-hmm. a little bit. And and it's like but then God was like, who told you that? Yeah. Who told you that <laughs> her, her, her business booming and taking off is directly related to her obedience around finances. Yes. And I've been talking to you about that and you haven't been obedient. So you can't get mad because she did what I said as it relates to finances and you did. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it don't look at other people's lives. And then you can't, you got the, the one number one place people need to look is in the mirror. What are yes. you doing or not doing to contribute to your own success? Because it's all in you. Yes, I love that. You can, you can look at a thousand weight loss pictures, but if you don't get up and eat right and go to the gym, you sure. Yes, or you could tell yourself, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. But if you're not actually doing oh. anything, then how do you expect anything to happen <laughs> for you? And I think that's, that's the biggest thing a lot of people um, struggle with is they say they want these things, but it's like, what work have you put in to get it done? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a post on social media uh, maybe a couple of days ago that said, like, if you don't start getting up, making something happen, you're going to continue to be in, in service saying, I receive. Yes. Like, all you're going to be doing is walking around shop. You receive what? But no work. Yep. Faith without works is dead. So, dead. and it is. <laughs> and you'll learn it that. Yeah, is. you'll learn that um, anyone listening who is looking to become, you know, start a business or whatever your life's purpose is, you're going to have to like Coach Gab said, do the work, do your own work yeah. and not focus on the next mm-hmm. person's paper. And, and guess what? If you fail, do it again. Yes. yes. Take what, like, like, look at it. What did I do wrong? Where did I mess up? And then pick up a book, mm-hmm. right? Go to a training. You are your number one investment. If you don't invest in yourself, you will never grow. And I, I did that for a season. Like, I was just like, Oh, I'm supporting this friend. I'm supporting that friend. I'm gonna be blessed. No, baby. Yes. What are you doing for you? How that works. What are you doing Mm -hmm. for you? And so, um, yeah. Once you start investing in yourself, and and not just money, but like time, um, consistency, and all the things that we are that we've already talked about, you'll see changes. And like I said, if you fail, 
No, there is no great out here who has never failed. Oh yeah, they can tell you plenty. They they have more no's than they had yeses a lot of times. Absolutely. Michael Jordan, you <laughs> Michael Jordan did not get picked for his high school basketball team. Hmm. I, so you just <laughs> told me something. I didn't even know that. <laughs> He, yeah, he didn't get picked for his high school basketball team. And, like, basically, they told him he won enough. We, we talked about Oprah. Mm-hmm. Like, they told us she was too fat for TV. It's a lot of people who just, just that we all aspire to be like, or aspire, at least they had the money that they had, uh, that they have. And they, they, they failed first. Yes. And I think it comes, it, it all boils down to you loving what you do. So it, it's yeah. finding, finding your passion. And then, like you said, few minutes ago looking yourself in the mirror sometimes situations and life circumstances circle back to us because we we attract that type of energy or those type of people so you have to really sit back and be like okay what is it about me that's drawing in these type of people or putting my how am I how do I continuously put myself in these type of situations um and it like it starts with you it all starts with you and then once you bring yourself up out of that greatness will literally fall into your lap out of nowhere now that's Absolutely. when you can guarantee that the promise is going to come out of nowhere you will be looking like how what who who sent because you your, yes. <laughs> yeah because your focus is so, okay perfect example just to, I, I like to paint pictures for people that's is that yeah, okay that's fine. <laughs> like um, when I when I was looking like I'm I'm need a man I'm gonna give me a man mm-hmm. <laughs> right I was getting garbage yep I wasn't ready. I still was on the wrong scene. Like, how do you? No, nah, we're not gonna do that like that. And now, like, I'm not so much focused on it. I'm, but I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. But my focus is definitely on my baby. You know, Coach Gab Enterprises and my my literal baby. Yes. Right? Growing my relationships and my friendships, and so with my mind being set on growing great relationships, and that means me giving, and that's another one of my focus words for mm-hmm. this year: giving the best friend. In the relationship that I can, like being the best friend, pouring the best advice into people, pouring the best energies and the best days into my business, then I'll receive those things. And those things will start to come towards me. So my friends will become better. Yes. My relationships with people will become better. And eventually my husband will, he'll present himself because I'm, man, I'm, like, I'm manifesting that because I'm putting yes. it out. So when I was focusing on just give me, give me, give me, I wasn't getting, getting, getting Yes, anything. And a lot of times <laughs> you'll get it. And you're just going to get it in a, a dressed up package. Then it'll yep. be the same person in better clothes. <laughs> yes. yep. That's how you find yourself in repeated cycles, whether it's in work or, or, in, you know, in relation friendships, relationships and anything. Um, yeah. You have to take the Everything. old you out of things to get a new Look, outcome. Every lesson unlearned is repeated. Yes. So until you get it, you're going to keep doing it. You're going to keep going through the same thing over and over in different colors mm-hmm. until you get it. Like, you got to get it. You got to get it. You so, so, like, for me, I had to get that I was worth something more than settling. I had to get that I, I was worth so much more and that God had something so much bigger for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why when he said get up that, that time, it was different from all the other get up. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I didn't run to my friends and I didn't go, you know, get a drink and drink myself into a depressed slumber that time. Like I said, I had been through multiple domestic violence relationships and didn't even know that that's what it right. was. And then and you may you have know, thought that was your norm. Like this is how and, this is how life goes. 
Exactly. At, at one point I did, mm-hmm. right? This is what it is, right? And so it took that one time. So instead of going to the bar, I went to my youth pastor. And that's where the shift came. Because I didn't go. Like, I, 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 I was too ashamed to go to God for myself. But I went to somebody who I knew could pray for me, mm-hmm. right? And that's where people like me come in. You may not be ready to go to church, but you, she definitely know God. Yeah. You know all the stuff she said? You know what I mean? But you want somebody who's comforting and who's not going to judge. So that's where the coach comes into play. So if you normally go over here and talk to your cousin's girl, he did so-and-so, and they like, you need to leave him alone, or you need to, whatever bad advice you've been getting. Mm-hmm. And you make the choice, like, I'm nah, I'm going to book me a coaching call with Coach yes. Gab because, you know, I... I I don't think that I'm getting the right advice from these people. And nine times out of 10, you're not because you are who you hang around. And so yes, <laughs> if you got truth. drama in your life, I promise you the people around you got drama in their lives and they're not the right people to be advising you. I'm no better, right? We all the same to God. Like there's no one that's greater than the other. But actually, I'm one of his favorites. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a favorite but, too. <laughs> right, I'm a favorite. I'm sorry. But <laughs> in this essence, like I'm, I'm here, guys, I'm here. And there's other coaches. If you don't want to deal with me, I can I can I can help you find another coach. Like I'd rather deal with a man coach. Mm-hmm. I can help you. But it sometimes just helps to talk to someone first who don't know your situation. Yes, an unbiased second, opinion. An unbiased opinion. And then that who can who can unpack help you actually unpack some of that stuff. Because a lot of times you're giving people just the surface, what's going on in that moment. Mm-hmm. But underneath all that is the real issue. And once you start unpacking that, you get to the real results. Yes, and it's gonna take someone who has the gift of listening, and so your friends not out. Look, my friends call me. I don't always listen when I'm not Coach Gab. When I'm just friends, mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, no, we're going over there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I mean, but when you really need someone to listen, you need it to be someone who's not unbiased, yes. like Keisha said. And you're gonna also need someone who's not afraid to tell you about yourself. And Absolutely. Coach Gab is not afraid to do that. Sometimes you need to be checked. And put in your place. We're so quick to point the fingers at everyone else and what they did to us and say that, well, I'm like this because of such and such. No, you are in control of you. Um, yeah. So I'm sure you can pull that up out of people as well. Yeah, and, and you know, a lot of times before I say something that may hurt someone's feelings, because I my coach is tough. Mm-hmm. My, my mentor is t- tough. My coach is very tough. But before I say something, I often say, like, you might not like what I'm about to say. And then I'll go into mm-hmm. it. And, and, you know, Tiff can vouch for me there because in moments when I have to say something, I'll be like, you know, you you you, you might not like what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. That's um, just a warning, a little, a little warning. It's a, just, just, a, just a disclaimer that you're about to get the yeah. truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Not that I've been lying the rest of the conversation, but you need to hear this. Because a lot of times when you start talking in circles, it's time to really cut. Mm-hmm. Let's just cut it. And I'm not about the games. I'm not going to waste your time. I'm going to honor your time the same way I expect you to honor mine. So if we on a coaching call, I'm going to give you like 15 minutes mm-hmm. to just, just get it out. And then I'm going I'm to I'm go in. And, and then if it's going to be the ugly truth, I'm going to let you know. And, but then I'm also going to close it with something that's going to build you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill that space. So I'm digging out the dirt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fill it with something. Right? Yes. Planting new I'm seeds. Right. I'm going to place a new... I was just about to say that. You see, I got word. I'm going to place a new seed there for you so that someone else may be able to water it. Yes, I love that. You, I may say something and then you may go somewhere else and somebody... Like, I may say, okay, you're going through a breakup. It's okay. He a dog. You work mm-hmm. more than that. You don't need him anyway. And then I, you're beautiful and you're worth being loved for real. And love doesn't look like violence or love doesn't look like cheating mm-hmm. or whatever the issue is. And then 
we get off the phone and you may go somewhere else and just so happen to sit beside somebody um, in a restaurant that you never met. And they'd be like, you are so beautiful. Yes. Are you, are you single? And you're like, oh my God, like how did that? And it's not a coincidence. It's somebody plants it. Somebody else comes along and water it. Yes. I love that. Make sure y'all hit up Coach Gab. (laughs) (laughs) For all your needs, business, personal life, work life. Um, She is a professional as well. Um, She can help you in all realms at call me coach Gab on Instagram. I'll let you go ahead and tell everyone where they can, where they can find you at. Yeah, like Keisha said, on Instagram at Call Me Coach Gab, on Facebook, Coach Gab Henderson. My website is www.callmecoachgab.com. This and every Thursday, you get your weekly word. And then coming in April, you're going to get your Mindset Monday podcast. Yes, and I am excited for the podcast. I will be tuned in every <laughs> Mondays. Um, Mondays is a good starter day for everyone, but it's also the day that people can't stand. Like, it's just like, oh, yep. today was a Monday or, oh. You know, you, we, yep. we kind of hate Mondays, so it's good for you. To, <laughs> it's good for you to bring bring Mondays back, and I do love that you're turning yeah. it around. I don't reinvent the wheel. My coach started mm. that. Look, ET did what do you call it? Uh, oh my God, he do Monday. Okay, thank God it's Monday. That's what it's called. Thank God it's Monday. I don't know if you if you're familiar with that, but he does his. I don't. I don't reinvent the wheel. He a master. Why would I? He talking about retiring too. I want his spot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just spoke it. <laughs> right, right, that was right. The seed that was that needed to be planted. Yes. yes, I wish you all the best in your business. Everyone listening, um, be sure to follow Coach Gab on Facebook, on Instagram. Visit her website www.callmecoachgab.com. Um, reach out to her. Jump in her DMs. Don't be afraid. Um, she's very welcoming. <laughs> like she said, um, come get your life, whether it's here on the 30 girl podcast, um, with any of the guests that I've interviewed here on the podcast or finding your own group of people. You really need to.